yo, this is gonna be a long stretch. Yeah, bro. Now we're cool. Oh god. What's up, baby? Always powered oh, by right. Dimers. So, before we get into what we're going on to uh, today, I've been shouting out Caesars, and that's what I'm going to do right now. Caesars, we are in Auburn, so maybe I'll do this. Fuck it, I'll just do this one. So, we are in Auburn, Alabama, so the first time I'll be able to shout out Monkey Knife Fight. Yes. Um, so, Monkey Knife Fight, first shout out being with Dimers here. Monkey Knife Fight, this is so simple for people in California, for people in Alabama. They're, they're legal in 30 states, and it's really simple. You bet $10, and you get... $15 in free bets. And all you got to do is bet that all of that so that you'll be able to get put in $10. You have $25 to bet, bet all of that. Um, and you'll be directly supporting the show. You can head over to the link, www.dimers.com backslash ADED. You'll scroll over there. You'll see uh, all the books on there. There's Twin Spires, BetMGM, Caesars, and and uh, Monkey Knife Fight. I think there's one more that I'm missing, but- Bet Rivers. Bet Rivers, that's right. So, but yeah, for, for us this week in Auburn, Alabama, that's where we, where we are this week. Um, it's monkey knife fight for us, but that's not what the show is about. Uh, sure. We're going to be gambling our faces off going to this. Uh, by the time you'll, you're seeing this video, this podcast, we will be at the Auburn Mississippi state game. And with us today for the second time yes, is the sir. fucking boy, Sammy fucking two times. What's up, bro? Dude, it's fucking good to see you. I got to come over and say yeah, what's up. Get untangled, up, bro. I got to get untangled, bro. Get untangled. What's up, bro? What's up, bro? It's good to see you, bro. Seriously, bro. What's up, dude? Thanks for having us, man. We really Thanks. fucking appreciate it, yeah. man. This is our first... Showing um, us some great Southern hospitality here. Yeah, you man. know what it is. This is our first like big business trip, and we got a lot of love for doing it. Um, this, for us, is so crazy because we started this from like literally a Zoom screen, and now we're in the position to you know, go on trips like this, bring all this gear down. I mean, we brought everything down here. Um, you know, I, I've seen other people that have done this and they travel and do all this stuff and that's exactly what we're doing so i feel really good about it um but you know it's great to be here and yeah we get we get to i've never been to a big d1 school and i think i told you that yes. too but like i've never done that before i've never you know i didn't go to penn state you know we're, we're three hours from penn state up in pennsylvania so um i never went to go see a penn state game i didn't do any of that stuff so to be down here to go to a big time school i always wanted to go to big time yeah. school too i just never you know i'm gonna I, see some shit boys yeah. yeah. So and, and we did talk about this, but we're doing a bunch of tea party as well. Yes, we're doing sir. a two v two scramble match on Friday with you, Sam. Yep. We're recording this late on a Wednesday night. Uh, we we're doing ours Thursday tomorrow. Morning, yeah. Thursday. Early early Thursday morning. Early Thursday morning. <laughs> yeah. Early Thursday morning. Thursday morning. We're actually doing. We're doing our tea party, Manny. Yep. And then Friday we'll do theirs, and then we have our big game day uh, and tailgate um on saturday but for that we're just doing one big video of everything that's going on but so for today we're not really talking about that we're going to go over since sam's a big ufc guy and that's the last time we had you on before you came back down here we talked a lot about conor mcgregor and the poirier fight and what's next for conor mcgregor um and we're going to get into what's really next for conor if if we've heard the rumors of what covington mm -hmm. might be up to mm -hmm. in that in that in that division uh, but we're going to start with with ufc because there was a huge slate last weekend in ufc 268 and obviously the highlight of that was Usman and Covington too but I want to start here um there was a there, I mean there was a lot of great fights on the on all of these cards 
um, in the prelims and, and, and the main card as well. We're only going to highlight three. Um, and we'll start... I don't want to start with the girls. We'll start... We'll, we'll get the girls second. So we'll start with Justin Gaethje and, and, and Michael Chandler, who, uh, if people don't know, Michael Chandler is a Philadelphia guy. So even though he is a Philadelphia guy, we do reside in, in Philly. Uh, I was not rooting for this guy no, at me all. Neither. I was I was Gaethje all the way. Um, the last time I really was locked into a Gaethje fight was when he fought um, Khabib on Fight Island. What a fucking fight that was. And he yeah. lost, and and which was probably known. Oh, was he lost by submission, right? That was the one yeah. yeah, and which was probably known. But to, to see him come out, there was a, a major battle that ended up in, in a unanimous decision from Gaethje. But, and I don't know if you guys saw the picture, but there was a picture of them in the hospital yeah. after, and they're like, you know, because it's all, you know, Let's make sales, right? Let's 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 That's talk right. shit. Let's yeah, yeah. let's get our money. Let's get the ticket sales up, pay per view sales up, uh, and then after it's like, you know, we we couldn't sit there and watch the Usman fight because we're all banged up. We got to go to the hospital. And I like how um, sometimes people have been giving some hate towards Dana White in terms of like, you know, you don't pay your fighters, you don't have give them some, you know, your 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 fighters deserve more, and that all kind of stemmed from John Jones a couple of years ago. But then when you have Dana White, like, no, 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 get, there's no press conferences. Get him out, get him out, get him on the ambulance, get, go, go, <sighs> go, go to the hospital, get checked out and everything like that. Um, so it was really cool to see uh, those guys embracing, especially in the hospital after you're banged up. And Chandler had a, had a tough fight because he, and as you could tell from his face, but I'm interested to hear your thoughts on that. Um, just, you know. No, nah, low key, I, this could be a hot take, but that for me probably was the most entertaining fight on the card. Like honestly, you. Easily. I'm already hyped up to see Gagey come out because I know what he does. Chandler comes out like he fucking just did sarms for fucking four months. That dude was fucking yeah. pumped up, ripped what the up, fuck? ripped up. But off the rip, like one thing I'll I'll say about that fight is you could easily see Justin Gagey's growth in two rounds. Any other fight, Michael Chandler comes out all hyped, throwing haymakers, trying to match his energy, and Gagey would try to match right back. Instead, he see him stays back, patient, picks his spots. Was tearing him apart. Fucking Michael Chandler was spitting up shit from his mouth in the first fucking yeah. round. Like yeah. that shows the growth of just how technical Gaethje can be. Because people know him as when he was coming up. Oh, he's just throwing down. He's on every fight of the night because he's just throwing down. Now he's gonna wait back. You can let you, I'm gonna let you go crazy. I'm gonna pick my spots and fuck you up. I think this week. I mean, he. Ah, I'm not gonna say. No, nah, I'm not gonna say. That. I had another hot take. I'm gonna, I'm gonna chill right now. <laughs> chill right now. But yeah. no, no, no. Let's hear. It. Let's hear. It. What do we got? I, he's coming for the belt. I, 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 I agree. I, I honestly, I, I was, gonna, I was gonna say by the end. Or the middle of next year, he had the belt, but I was like, I don't know if that's too soon, like nah, time of your fights and shit. It's possible. What was that? What was that? What would that be like? Two fights, realistically? Uh, well, he he won't fight again until he'll fight the winner of uh, Poirier Oliveira, which is December 11th. So realistically, he could be fighting for the belt in next fight. March, April. Okay, mid next year. I should have said that shit. Fuck. Yeah. Me. I mean, yeah. do you think like, you know, because Chandler was in such a position to, I mean, he's been a guy that's been coming up on these rankings. And slowly but surely, he's making his way up as a as a bigger dog mm -hmm. in this division. Um, and I mean, if he gets a win here, you know that not only that topples does that does that essentially topple Gaethje's you know rise of moving up and 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 going to take something here, or or is, or is that still like in question? Because it's always um, it's basically the same thing as like how Conor McGregor is, yeah, where yeah. it's like if he loses. He's still gonna get a shot well, yeah. at something. Yeah. So do you think Gaethje is in would have been in some what some capacity that position to 
still be in a contending fight or a serious I fight mean, with a loss here? Because again, this did go the distance. I didn't think that we were going to have two fights to in in this main card that were going to go to the, go the distance, especially the two that we're talking about today. But um, you know, Gaethje's in such a good position now to move up. But I'm I'm just interested to hear like. Well, I think the thing with Gaethje, even if Gaethje lost that fight, it, it I it would have delayed him getting a title shot, but he still would have got one. Like yeah. for my money, since Khabib retired, he's been this the second best lightweight in the world. I mean, this was the first time he'd fought since he fought Khabib, because for some reason Dana White didn't want to give him another fight, even though he lost to the most dominant lightweight ever. Right. Um, so I don't think it would have. I mean, it would have definitely taken him more time to get the title shot, but he still would have gotten it. But I think Chandler suffered more by losing than Gaethje would have if he lost because Chandler now is is on a two-fight losing streak. He lost to Oliveira in for the title, um, and then he lost to Gaethje again. So not saying Michael Chandler won't fight for the belt, but I think now you're looking at Realistically, well, if Connor's going to fight Chandler, which has been swirling about 2022, I don't know what Connor, nobody knows what Connor's going to do. Who knows? Right. right. Um, but Chan, I think Chandler now would have to fight two top five guys again and beat both of them to get the next title shot. Because now it's going to be Gaethje automatically has the next title shot. So whoever wins, Poirier, Oliveira, Gaethje fights the winner. And then after that, it might be Islam um, Makachev. He's, who, he's who, gonna. I'm not even joking. He's gonna run that that division. He is literally Khabib two. Yeah, he's gonna run that division soon. He, I could absolutely see him holding a belt by this time, this time next year, probably absolutely. maybe sooner. Because he, I don't think it matters who's holding the belt. He's such a good wrestler that yep. he's beating anybody. Yep. Get him to the ground and it's over. He will submit you. He'll. Ground and pound, he'll do, and he will control you on the ground for twenty five minutes and win. Well, what's interesting about this fight, this Gaethje fight, is in the press conference, um, there was a, a clip of Gaethje talking about the stuff that Chandler was saying. He was like, you know, all he, all he, all he's talking about right now is his his toughness standing up, and he just wants to punch me. He wants to stand up. Wait till, wait till he sees my power. Wait till he sees, wait till you see how fast you guys see he's shooting for my legs. He wants to take me to the ground. Well, yo, wasn't that, that's one of the big things about Gaethje. He takes fucking, he took Chandler's legs out in what? Around the half? Yeah, he, like he had a big fucking, that's why, that's why in the Khabib fight, they were like, this is going to be a, a greater fight than Khabib's ever faced because of the ground game that Gaethje has. A lot of the fighters that have fought Khabib in the past before that fight you know the the, yeah, yeah. the stat was and the and the statement was well they don't have the ground game yeah. that that he does they can't really match that well Gaethje was the guy that could at least hang with him on the right. ground yeah yeah um so it was interesting to see that and 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 when he said that it's he stayed true to that statement because he's like well I'll still stay up with you I will but wait wait till wait till how fast wait till you see how fast he wants to take me down because of what I'm doing and what did he do you see in the in the picture of them at the hospital Chandler's face is just Mom. Bro, but the thing yeah. is, he's a fucking maniac. Did yeah. you see? He he's didn't even have his hands up. Third, third round, he's like this, like yeah, taking shots, like he was spitting up something out of his mouth, and then going like this again, like you're a fucking yeah, maniac. Yeah, he's crazy. Bro. He's insane. I mean, it didn't help him. Maybe if he kept his hands up in the third round, like he literally yeah. was walking forward with his hands, hands on his legs, just. And it's not like Gaethje's a bad striker. Gaethje right. will pick you apart right. if you don't protect yourself, right. and that's exactly what he did. 
Gaethje picked him apart in the third round. It was brutal. Now, do you think, like, in terms of where Gaethje can go from this? Because, I don't know, it's tough to say. Like, when you look at Chandler, it's like, oh, well, Chandler and, and all these, the Chandler, Covington, even though they lost, and we're going to get to that Usman fight, but even though those two guys lost, they still have a chance to fight top-notch guys in this yeah, division. Absolutely. So, in terms, and they lost. Yeah. So, we're looking at Gaethje here. Where do you think, like, where do you see him going? Because he gets a win. Title shot. Next, he's, the, the next time he steps in the octagon will be for the 155 belt, 100%, without a doubt. There's no point in him fighting anybody else besides the champion. Okay, so that was my question. I was like, so this is that uh, automatic title. It's guaranteed. Right? I think Dana White said, I, don't yeah. quote me on this, but I'm pretty sure Dana White already said, like, it's yeah, sure, he's, he's, he's earned he's, it. He's earned it. He's 100%. Where does Poirier match in all this? Well, I don't know who's going to win the Poirier Oliveira fight, to be honest. Really? Oliveira is. I feel like he's more complete a fighter. Arguably, I don't know any of the stats, but I. I want to say he has the record for most submission victories in UFC history. He's a submission mm-hmm. god. He's insane. But that being said, Poirier is a great striker. I mean, Poirier's wrestling's okay, not as good as Oliveira's, obviously. But I don't know. I think it'll be an interesting fight. I think Gaethje, Gaethje matches up better with Oliveira than Poirier does. But I still think Oliveira's ground game is so good that it's going to take a guy like Islam to beat him. Mm-hmm. Just because I was gonna say, I think I think Lokia, uh, Justin Poirier fight would be better than a Justin. Yeah, fight, I think so too because I think both of them are like, all right, let's stand up and strike yeah. for twenty five. Well, the minutes. other thing too is I think, and this is all for Dana White's perspective here too, but I think you can sell a Justin Gaethje and Dustin Poirier. You don't have like, to say a word. No, it sells itself. better than just a, put the fucking graphic up. Yeah, you know what I mean? Itself. Like yeah, that'll absolutely. sell itself better. Absolutely. Um, now this fight, like if if now we're talking about. So we're only talking about three, like I said, but we're talking about Geishi, Chandler, mm. Rose Namajunas, Zhang Weili, and uh, Usman and Covington. Out of those three fights, what was your what was your favorite? I know we're gonna we're gonna start, we're gonna start to transition to the next one, but out of those three fights, what was your, I know you said me it. and Manny are gonna agree it was yes, it was it was Chandler Geishi. That Easy. that might be the best three round fight I've ever seen. They got now they were awarded in this that's fight fast. fight of the night. They were awarded fight of the night. So that's an extra for people that don't know. You get they got fight of the night. That's an extra fifty k on top. Of what they get for for fighting. What's yep. that? Justin's like six fight of the night, bro. Holy yeah, shit! Yeah, Justin Justin eats fifty k bonuses. <laughs> so I think now now can we confidently say that in terms of fan perspective, um, I'm not going to put it in, in the ticket sales, but I'm going to say fan perspective that Gaethje's underrated in terms of, or I shouldn't say underrated. I'd say overlooked. Oh, is he in that I caliber of being just, overlooked? Because everyone's looking at, at Usman, and everyone's nah, looking at Covington, forget, Conor McGregor, did, Dustin Poirier. Like, who did he fight before Khabib? He fought Poirier for the interim Cause belt. Because that's what the that's the fight that like if you like people like you and like your boys like me, I was like okay, this Justin Gate like like I hear about him like he's decent, and then that was a fight like oh yeah, yeah. shit like this motherfucker he's nasty down he's like nasty. I feel like that was a fight for everybody like okay, and then the Khabib fight was like all right everyone's watching him now get submitted yeah. unfortunate, and then this fight now I think he's not like a superstar, but he's just like right like everyone knows yeah. who he is. Let's wait for him to grab that title, and then he's gonna be yeah. a superstar in the UFC. Yeah, I think too like. I think the reason he is overlooked was because he lost to Khabib right. and then didn't fight. I think, I mean, I think that was almost a year, yeah, or maybe so over least, a year. Yeah, fight Island, I think that was right when COVID time. started. So yeah. I think that was over a year because for, I don't know why he wasn't fighting, but I think that's another reason too, is just like, we didn't, the fans didn't get to see him. Yep. Right. But like, then you see him fight Michael Chandler, who, I mean, 
granted, he only, he's only fought three times in the UFC, but he was an absolute monster in Bellator. Like, he was a beast. Um, and he just puts on a clinic. I mean, Gaethje put on a clinic for three rounds. Right. So I think, I think whoever he fights for the title... Will it'll be very telling? I think he will kind of make himself not necessarily a superstar, but a lot of a lot more people are going to know who Absolutely. he is after he fights. Because regardless of who he fights, he's he's going to do what he did against Chandler. He's going to just throw a million punches and just try and beat this dude's face into yeah. a pulp. I mean, he's that's what people want to see when they watch MMA. At least m- more casual fans are like, "Oh, I'm here for the violence." Like, obviously, yeah. more like. Like the Joe Rogans and the people who do jujitsu and things are obviously like, oh, I want to see like the art of right. MMA. Right, the technical side of it. But yeah. like the casual fans, like the mo- m- the majority of the people that are buying the tickets and buying the pay per views are like, I just want to see violence, wanna, yeah, and that's what Justin fight, Gaethje bro. brings. That's what he. That's what Justin Gaethje does. And uh, you know, you could say the same for Chandler as well. Yeah. Well, um, yeah, Chandler's a he's a psychopath. Like Manny said, he's a maniac. Right. Absolutely. Aren't you maniac. not supposed to do that? Like, aren't you not supposed to spell? It? It's, no, you're not supposed to blow. You're not your supposed nose. to blow your nose because then it gets all in your eyes. That's what happened to. Uh, so Wait, I didn't know that. Spitting out. Yeah, you're not supposed Donald to. Donald Cerrone. If, you're, if your nose is broken, you're not supposed to. Yeah, because uh, that basically, if you but spitting's cool. Yeah, spitting's fine because like I don't know if you saw it. It was like um, it was like before COVID. I don't remember what fight it was, but uh, Cowboy Cerrone was that fighting, was, was... and he went like this to like blow like snot out of his nose and. Basically, air went all the way up and got trapped under his eye, and his eye just blew up like a balloon. And they had to stop the fight because he couldn't see out of his eye. Oh shit! Yeah. So what do you do to get that bubble out? You have uh, to pop it? Oh, I don't know how you do that. No, what the fuck? Don't blow your nose. Like yeah. that's in the fucking ring. Just, Holy shit! So yeah. it just popped. It blew up like a balloon. Yeah, you can. Yeah, after the show, look it up, dude. It's wild. It literally looks yeah, like a balloon. Tyler, like Tyler it's so quick, it just goes. It's yep. insane. I did not know like that. Yeah, it's crazy. That's happened. why, I like, so because I'm not too like I'm not too. Deep, deep, and I, mean, yeah, yeah. I know my shit, but like, I'm like, he's coming out of his mouth. Like, are we supposed to fucking do that shit? Because I think it's supposed to be like your nose. I'm like, all right, Chandler, you're a wild motherfucker. Yeah, he's either cr- he's insane. Either way, either way he's down crazy. his face yeah, and everything. Bro. Yeah, like, what the fuck? All right, so that was the um, that was our Justin Gaethje and, and Michael Chandler fight there. And like I said, we're only gonna do three today, so we're gonna head to um the girls who was just a fucking battle. Yeah, and then I loved fight. how they were great right, fight. But, how they just kind of let off this this Usman uh main main uh event of the evening. Um, so we'll head to Rose Namajunas and Zhang Weili. And before we do that, I, if people haven't seen that I've been sipping from this today, Michelob Ultra, this is probably my favorite beer. I'll tag you in the comments and all that. But you know what to do. You know how I like doing my plugs for all the OGs in here. I've been plugging my stuff on Tea Party. So Michelob Ultra, it's the superior light beer. We have 95 calories and 2.6 carbs. I don't give a shit. I don't give a shit. About the Miller Lite commercials that are like, oh, we're we're the same, you know, we're only 0.2 carbs more, we're four calories more, we're right around the same. Ours just tastes a little bit more, you know, weedier and a better tasting beer. I like the slim fucking can. This is a great beer. At Nicola Bolcha, hit me up. You know what to do. Yeah. Also, just to be clear, Alex is not being paid to say that. He genuinely yeah, just loves Michelob Ultra. I'm not being paid it's to say that. The first thing he did when he came to this house was yeah. have Michelob. Yeah. The good old Mickey. I'm not kidding. That's literally the first thing I did when we yeah. walked in here. We're setting this shit up. These two idiots. So here's the thing. Let me tell this story. So come I, on, Mickey D's. Bro, so all right. So <laughs> we on, land. Dog. Yeah. Before we watch. I still don't get any fucking barbecue. Tell the story. Yeah. So so we land in Atlanta in the big ATL. Trey Young. I'm in the A. 
brother. And so we end. land in Atlanta. It's an hour and a half Luda. from. Yeah, Luda, Luda. Yeah, let me tell that story. We got fucking <laughs> stories, bro. All right, so uh, first story is we're on the escalator up. And if you guys haven't seen, it's going to be gone by now. But hopefully you saw this. On our Instagram story, um, we're on the escalator going up from the concourse area uh, to go to our baggage claim. Because we have fucking, we, t- we had a total of like six suitcases to get here, by the way. By the way, they're just another. Uh, yeah, not just, a not a great trip. Got to, the got to work just on. a note, yeah, you, you know, an expensive uh, load of, of gear to bring. I'll tell you that. But so we're going on the escalator up, and there's a big um, billboard uh, ticker, and it has a bunch of pictures on it. So Ludacris comes up, and man, he puts on a story, and he's recording, and he goes, "Luda," <laughs> and this lady is standing in front of us on the escalator up, and there's so many people on these escalator, and she turns around, and she goes, "That ain't nothing." Welcome to Atlanta. Yes, I was like, okay, yes, like <laughs> this is what we do here in Atlanta. Yes, so then to go on top of that story, we are on the way back again. It's an hour and a half from the ATL airport to get here where Sam is. And uh, we were like, dude, we're starving. All of us only had one meal today. I mean, it was a long travel yep. day and everything. So we're like, you know, what are we going to do? And we got to get food before we come back and record and everything. So we stop at, at McDonald's. We go through the, we go through the drive through and Sam's like, "Hi, so can I get six cheeseburgers, <laughs> three orders of ten count chicken nuggets, and three large fries?" So then we bring everything back. All right, we get it all back in, and then we're starting to unload everything. And Sam's like, "Dude, no, 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 Manny, Manny, Manny." Manny's like, "Bro, they <laughs> fucking forgot the fries." So there's and no the, and, the and the barbecue, barbecue sauce and there's no barbecue sauce. We asked for that too. So these two run out the door and they're like, "All right, we're going back." I'm like, "Here, take the receipt, take the receipt, so you can show." Them. And I start to set everything up. You know, I'm, I'm in here by myself. Drinking your Mickey. Drinking my Mickey, of course. I hear some fucking bangs outside the light timer. The timer outside of these lights go off. I think somebody's trying to fucking break in. I'm grabbing the pole of the light to ready to fucking stab somebody <laughs> for coming in this house. Um, whatever that some size, it's super quiet. I'm like, what the fuck? I just watched like conjuring again. I'm like, Oh God, someone's coming in here. Oh, <laughs> uh, so then, so then they come back and we're almost close to being ready to go. They come back and we get everything laid out on the counter. And man, he's like, bro, they fucking <laughs> forgot the barbecue sauce again. The second time. So the, the McDonald's here in Alabama has, uh, has Listen, definitely a bad been a start, different. bad start. Bad start, More, but I will say I do like no overall reviews. No, yeah, there's, there's. We're, I'll we're, say this though, I say out of five, what would you give it? For, taste, taste included. Okay. Well, I mean, by the time considering I ate, it was that we cold. Went, I'm gonna say, we went back and forth a couple of times. It was a little cold. All right, so disclaimer: I will deduct 0. 0.5 for the barbecue sauce. Deduct, it's at scale out of five. Scale out of five. I will deduct 0. 0.5 for the barbecue sauce. I will deduct 0. 0.5 for the bar, for the fries. Uh, total score of 2.3. Okay. <laughs> I, no, I was gonna say no. I was gonna say so no was, rookie score. So, so it was a three point three before the deductions. Yeah, yeah. So it was trash either yeah, way. It was trash. Either way. <laughs> well, the, so the other thing that we talked about too, about in terms of eating, I know we're just fucking bullshitting here, but this is what we do. Um, was we're driving uh, on the way back. We're driving from the airport, and we pass a Waffle House, and we're like, again, so we're filming this. Slap my dick around. Right. Oh so we're God. we're bringing you know we're filming this huge vlog for the weekend, right? And everything that's going on here, that's gonna be one big video that we cannot wait to to get produced for you, and. Um, you know, we're like, Sam's like, oh, dude, lucky. Have you guys been to a Waffle House? And I'm like, yeah, I've been on like on a, on a long drive down to Florida. I've been, man. He's like, oh, yeah, totally. And Sam's like, bro, after these parties, after these bars, like, we're going to go rip that. And I'm immediately like, and like, they, the two of them start like 
discussing what the fuck they're going to order yeah. two and a half days from now oh, 100%. at like no, four know. in the fucking yeah. morning already when know. we're going to you know be at the Lava House. Let them know, Manny. Like, so, what would you no, order? No, no, no. Let them know. Get the all-star. Yep. Cheese on the eggs. Yep. Cheese on the hash browns yep. if you want. I do go syrup on the hash browns. Yep. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Get the plain waffle. I get a coffee. Like I can't. I'm a weirdo. So like. So every time, I, every like, time you go, I there. actually can't eat breakfast food. Like it's kind of like like going to a game and drinking a beer. Like I'm, yeah, yeah. I mean breakfast. I need a coffee. Yeah, but I don't coffee. understand that though because you're like we're gonna be fucked up. It's gonna be like three or four in the morning. Okay, that's a different story. You know what I mean? That's what I'm saying. Yeah. So I was thinking Waffle House in the morning. All right, late night. Yeah, I'm good. Because no, because Sam's say, go ahead. Say what you were saying, bro. You were saying like this what? is like the best drunk food ever. It is easily. No, it is. It's because well, Am I you get though? so much food. No, that's everything. Well. Butter and syrup on the waffle, right? Facts, all right, all right, all right. Facts. Now we're good. But yeah, it's the best drunk food, box. You just get so much food. For like, what? Is yeah, that, it's like, it's like here's the thing. Seven I've never, bucks and you hold get on, I've never fucking heard that. I've never heard that as like a thing. So like, and, I, and now we're, we're, we're down south, so Waffle House is a little bit more present, right? right? That, I mean, that's, yeah, that's everywhere. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So everywhere. is that like a usual thing for you? Again, like I, I've never been yes. down to like, is that like yeah. usual? I like, mean, no, like for you as a college student down at Auburn, is that something that you're like, Oh, like you know, I didn't have it last Saturday, but oh, I'm out, I'm out at Sky Bar this Saturday. You know, I'm a, I'm gonna go to uh, Waffle House yeah. after this. I mean, like, is that what we do here? I mean, not every time. No, I'm not saying every time. But is that like is that like more no, frequent? Yeah, yeah, than, yeah. Oh, absolutely. Way yeah, more frequent. Like, 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 it's like more times. than yeah, I'm like thinking couple, is like, what you're saying. Couple like, times a month, yeah, easily. Maybe like two times a month. Like definitely like, I'd say like six or seven times like a year probably yeah, for sure house. for sure. But I mean, I don't go to Waffle House like sober. Like, I've never, well, I have, but like, not like since I've been to college. Like, it's usually like when I'm coming home from the Well, you the know, they say, they say that for, for a hangover, like greasy food yep. and obviously Absolutely. hydration helps out. So, like, when you go to fucking the, the greasiest of all and mm-hmm. Waffle House, like, you need it. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah. But yeah, so I just wanted to bullshit and talk about their stories. And I'm sure some more stories are going to come up too. And I love it, dude. Like, I, like, I love having somebody else here where we can, you know, we can just, you know, share these stories. Um, and hopefully, obviously, these people enjoy these stories as well. But okay, back to UFC <laughs> to Rose and Rose and uh, Rose Namajunas, and thank you for that one. I'm struggling a little bit. And Zhang Wei Li. Um, okay, so the one thing to start this off before I turn this over to you, Sam, is I really love this girl Rose. Yeah, obviously because she won, but I love her pregame ritual, and that is there's a clip of her, and she does it every single fight. And there's a clip and she's standing there. And even when the camera comes on her, that they brought the camera that broadcast where you see. And, and, and I, the only reason I know this is because there's a clip and it's a side view of her. And she's that bitch is in her face. jumping back and forth. And she's, you know, shaking her arm, shaking her legs. Yeah, yeah. And she's saying, I'm the best. Yeah. Mouth guarded and everything. I'm the best. I'm the best. I'm the best. And then the camera comes in front of her. And I, the only reason I know this is because when you see it on TV, there's obviously a big light. It's the same thing as like we have the light on our, on our camera for vlogging. And it's lighting her up and everything, and she's doing the same thing. It's not because the camera's on. Yeah, this yeah. is what I do. Mm-hmm. This is what I do. I'm the best. She said it six motherfucking times. Six times. And she is the best. Yeah, she is. Because she won this fight. Yeah. What were your thoughts on this fight? Um, I think this was a great like, preview to take us into the main event of the evening. Um, but I'm just so happy for Rose. I really yeah, am. I agree. I love Rose. She like legitimately might be my favorite fighter in the UFC right now. I just okay. love her. But um, that's awesome for you to it say. Was that. Yo, great... she looks like fucking Wraith, bro, from Apex. <laughs> <laughs> Shout out to my Apex guys. Shout out to my Apex guys. <laughs> um, yeah, I I thought it was a great fight. I was I was actually really nervous because I wanted I wanted Rose to win the whole time, and I was kind of like keeping score in my head throughout the rounds. And it was like I think after round three, 
I was like, man, I have no idea. It could be 2-1 um, Zhang Wei Li. It could be 2-1 Rose. She was down. Right? I texted the group chat. I said, Rose plus 165. Yeah. Cashed it low key. And then, <laughs> like, fourth round, Rose, like, it was another toss-up. I thought Rose won it. And then in the fifth round, I was like, because Zhang Wei Li had taken down Rose, I think, two times already in the fight. Once in the third, once in the fourth. And I was like, if Zhang Wei Li takes her down, it's over. Because yeah. she's just going to keep her on the ground like she did the other two rounds. And then out of nowhere... Rose gets the takedown, yep. has like four minutes of ground control time in the fifth round, and wins it. I think there was a 49-46, which I did not see at all. Yeah, I, thought so, it was, so, I thought it should have been 48-47 across the so board just for Rose. Because but I have the, the stats here. So takedowns were five. So um, Zhang Weili was five out of 11 Ooh. on takedowns, and then Rose was two of the two. Mm. That's pretty good. I mean, yeah. I mean, yeah. Ro so I think it was – I think Rose got taken down maybe early in the fight – Yep. And then her takedown defense got her. I think she got taken down in the first round, maybe. And then her takedown defense looked really good for like two rounds. And then she got taken down in the third. And then again in the fourth. But every time she got taken down, Zhang Wei Li wasn't really doing anything with it. So, like, I don't know how they actually judge UFC fights. Clearly, yeah. they suck at it because they've gotten it wrong so many times. But <laughs> um, I don't know if like that plays a factor. And I'm assuming it does. And then when Rose got that takedown in the fifth, I was just well, praying. I was like, too. just stay on the ground. Control the ground and you'll win. And thank God she did. Well, if you notice too, um, Zhang Wei Li was very heavy on the legs, right? Oh yeah, and for the majority yeah. of that fight. And um, I think that's an overlooked art, I should say, of of the uh, of the of the fight. And we were talking about this <laughs> before of how Joe Rogan likes the art of it, and you just yeah. said it, right? So in terms of that. Um, it's overlooked, and I and I'm only making this comparison to the legs because you look at McGregor and his past couple of fights. You're saying everybody, leg kicking? Yep. Just okay, okay, damaging yeah, yeah. Like the what legs. I, what I was saying about Justin. Damaging yeah, yeah. the legs is underrated. Yeah. And, yeah, and I shouldn't say that. I should say overlooked because yeah. you look at at the past couple of fights, and I it's it's I don't want it to to seem like I'm bashing Connor, but a lot of this goes back to some of the the mistakes that have happened with Connor in these in his recent fights yeah. and the, and the I guess the start of his downfall and that's shitty to say but you know what I mean oh 100%, 100% I mean it, it's it's the truth and yeah. it's sad for me to say it especially you know you yeah. we're, the two of us are huge yeah. Connor McGregor fans some people I know are just haters of him like oh, oh I want to see that's a little weird you know what I mean in my opinion. what I don't know, people that, people that hate on McGregor. Oh, I, I know, me I too. I had a little story around about that. I'm like, dude, this motherfucker's been successful as hell, so it's proper 12, fucking lives in the mansion, family loves him, kids right. love him, idolize him, a whole fucking nation looks after him. Yeah. But you know, can like, only say so much about the his yeah. And, and for like, his, the, the, the bringing this back to the whole leg, leg kicking thing, you know, you've noticed in, in these last couple of fights, we kick the leg, he can't move on the leg, and then it's, we, it's an easy takedown. So it was interesting to see how Rose comes out on top after getting bashed in the legs, mm. right? I mean, again, having the stats here, 33 out of 45 like connected it's... strikes to the leg from Zhang Weili. 33, yeah. and that's to 17 of Rose. Yeah. So uh, uh, the majority of these, and, and there's, a, there's a, a, a portion, you know, I have a, a graphic up that I'm looking at, and it shows, you know, the fighters, uh, it shows the fighters' bodies, and it shows yellow... Of their body and then red when when you get hit and when I'm looking at the rose graphic, her legs are dark fucking red. Yeah. So it shows like, and and for people that aren't picturing that, that basically is showing you that your legs were the most contacted part of your body yeah. in that fight, and you're still able to move on them and and come out on top. Um, you know, I, I'm. It, it's just it's it's 
it's great to see for Rose. She moves to 12 and four. And you look at the, the veteran aspect from Zhang Wei Li, this being her 24th fight as she's 21 and three. Um, I'm just excited to see where this moves Rose. And one of the things that when we moved to this Usman fight is there was a clip when Usman won and he's walking through the tunnel of MSG and he's oh, walking dude, back. That's a great video. And Usman walks up and he, and he, and he sees her yeah. and he sees Rose and he hugs her and he kisses her on the cheek and he says, congratulations. And she says, instead of saying congratulations back, she goes, and still, and still. Yeah. Yeah, that's a great clip. And such like a soft and gentle voice. It's like um, just a loyalty between these two fighters. Yeah, they, uh, they're teammates. Well, not technically teammates, but it's actually funny. Gaethje, Kamaru Usman, and Rose Namajunas all have um, the same striking coach. His name's Trevor Whitman. He's like widely regarded as the best striking coach in the game. And um, he, I mean, he's literally made all three of them into assassins on the feet. Like, you look at Usman's striking, I mean... Nobody can beat the dude. Well, and nobody it, can beat him. It's funny you say that the how that they're close together because I saw another video of it was like I guess a media day before this this whole card to get mm-hmm. pictures and Gaethje and Usman are standing next to each other and they're like flexing and you yeah. know how Usman's just a shredded yeah. dude, man. He's I mean, a beast. He's just so cut. Yeah, he's a monster. And Gaethje doesn't look. He's 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 strong and he's built, but he doesn't look. Yeah. It's kind of like me and Manny. So <laughs> Manny's just. Big and bulky and ripped, and I'm like, I'm doing my thing, but I don't look like that. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So he, they're they're cracking jokes, and he's like, you know, they're saying the one the the video was say I want you to say three words that dis- in, only three words that describe the other person, uh-huh. and they're like, oh, this is tough. Like, what? Oh my god, I don't even know. Like, and they they weren't like joking. They were saying this is hard. So like they were say powerful, strong, whatever, hungry, whatever. And um, and then Gaethje's like, yeah, you know, I'm the big brother. <laughs> and then Usman's like laughing. He's like, I mean, oh, like look, he's like, I see you've been working. You're getting, you're getting bigger. <laughs> I see you've been working. I see you've been working. It's the same shit that he says to me. Yeah. Hey, you've been working. And then, uh, and then Usman's like, no, no, no. You should. And then he stands up and he and he like he he steps forward and he starts flexing. And he's like, they should say I'm the big brother. And he's like, you know, this reminds me of what my dad taught me. You see you, I'm the big brother. You see you, you're all the, Justin, you're all the, you're all tatted up. You know, you're like on the delinquent side. You're all tatted up. You're exact, you know, dad said not to get tattoos. You went out of the way. You did that behind his back. I'm here. Dad always taught me no tattoos. I'm clean, whatever, whatever. So it's just funny to see the interaction with them. And then they go in there, they and it's cool to see because these guys are warriors. Yeah. These guys are warriors. And to see that like they still have that relationship that, you know, there's a chance that we might go clash and we might have to fuck each other up. But we have this relationship. Yeah. And that's different for me too, because I don't like necessarily understand that yet. Where when we it's get like, to the end of these fights It's like football, bro. And they're just like hugging each other. I'm like, bro, like I'd still be it's so a, fucking mad at you. Like, it's I'm gonna a mutual, fucking hit you. It's a like, I don't understand that. No, nah, right, it's a mutual I get that, respect, but, bro. It's just like football. It takes a certain kind of person just to mash your head against somebody for sixty straight minutes. Like, you're like end of the day, like, yeah, you're a fucking bitch for what you did the second quarter, but I mean, you're a fucking dog too. Like, I feel like that's they feel the same way. Yeah. Like, listen, for those twenty five minutes, like, I hate you, but it takes. I mean, point zero 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 point one percent of the people on earth for stepping this octagon with me. So I get to give you at least some respect for doing yeah, that. Yeah, that's shit, right. Job. That's totally yeah. right. Um, so we'll close out the rose one. It's a, it's a great win for her. I can't wait to see what she does next. Um, I can't wait to see who the hell it's going to be next. 
Um, and we're, we're totally going to be keeping an eye on her. And, and, and you should too, because she's just a phenomenal fighter and somebody that everybody wants to root for. So we'll head to the main event of the evening. And that is Kamaru Usman and Kobe Covington. Now, the thing about Kobe Covington before, I'm just going to pass this off quickly here, but um, I, 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 it's funny to see how Kobe acts to get his money. Now, you, you noticed and you've seen throughout his career, at one point in his career, he was about to be cut. cut, yep. And he was, not, he was no longer going to be in the UFC. So what did he do? He changed his whole tactic. He started to be more like Conor McGregor in the press conferences. He started to talk more shit. And what did that do? That started to get himself ticket sales. Started to get himself more pay-per-view buys. And that was able to keep his ass into the UFC. Now, that wasn't necessarily who he is. And it's different when you look at it like that. So if you're not understanding that, Conor McGregor, that's who he is. He's a dickhead out there. Yeah, he's brash. Right? And, and But that gets him ticket sales. Now, is he going to be like, you know, standing there and say, oh, like, that's all an act. That's all an act. He does He does say that sometimes. But most of the time, he's sticking to his word. I fucking hate you. Like, you wouldn't, you know, fuck the Mayweather's right. back to the <laughs> other clip, right? Um, and that's who he is. Now, Kobe, he's on the other side of the spectrum where it's like, I'm almost like... This is all really an act. No, nah, I don't think so. What do you mean, bro? I saw a clip. I don't think so. I saw a clip. No, I think at the beginning the it was an reason, act. One reason why I don't think this is an act, and I might be wrong here, but I so even what you're 100% right, he's about to get cut. Honestly, I didn't know who Kobe Covington was until he switched his act, 100%. Like, I'd seen him on some cars, but I yeah. never really paid attention to him. Then he started winning fights a little bit. When I seen him and he got in a fight with like one of Usman's people yeah, at yeah. the airport. I'm like, oh, this motherfucker's like this on camera, yeah. off camera, anyway. He's just a fucking psychopath. Yeah. Like, I could have been wrong. He could, it could be one of those things where it's like a fake it till you make it. Like, yeah, I, yeah. Like, exactly. listen, like I'm trying this way, approaching things and then, oh shit, I won a couple fights. Like uh, I get 50K from fighting like here. Like yeah, it's yeah. about to be me all the goddamn time. Yeah, I agree. I think, I mean, maybe at the, like, I don't even know. Maybe at the beginning it was an act, but I, I don't think it's an act anymore. Cause like, well, I mean, you never really get to see like, UFC fighters like personal lives like what right. they're actually like because like they're either on like embedded or doing interviews or whatever but like I, I don't know like he's a really good actor if this is an actor yeah, no but I, so now this is what I'm going to tell you so I saw a clip again and a lot of these are clips and it's cool to see these clips because it shows you a different side of like what's really being put out on the media yeah. and, and, and on these fight cards right so this clip was of a fan saying he's a uh, he's he's a newer fighter, uh, or well, he is a fighter, and he's he's working towards taking it to the next level. How can I do that? What, like, how do I stay motivated? Uh, what do I do to get through here, past these different roadblocks, whatever, whatever? So he's like, he gives him all this great advice, right? Um, you know, if you want it, you got to go get it, whatever, whatever, all that kind of stuff. And then the fan says back to him, "You should show this side of yourself more often. I think you know people would like you more, and people would respect you more, whatever, whatever." And then Kobe laughs and kind of smiles at him. He's like, that doesn't sell, though. That doesn't sell. Yeah. I've never seen that clip, so Which that's Which is true. It won't sell. It wouldn't. But then how about this? At the end of the fight, and everybody saw this, at the end of the fight, they hug. And all the shit that was being said in the press conference between the two. You know, I'm going to come at you again. And, and Usman's like, well, in the first fight, you, you whined to your, your bench and your corner. And mm -hmm. you said, Dude, my jaw's broken. Stop the fight for me because I don't want to do it. And his jaw was broken. He broke his fucking jaw. Yeah. So he's like, there's going to be a different story this time talking all this shit. At the end of the fight, they embrace and Kobe hugs him. Kobe Covington hugs him. They're, they're standing very close together. Face to face, almost nose to nose. And he's like, 
He says, Kobe says to him, I'm sorry for calling you all those things. You know it's all for the money. And he says it again. You know it's all for the money. It's all for the money. I have that respect. It's all for the money. So then this is why social media went off too because he says all this and then right in the next, in the the press conference, he's like back in it and he's like, I'm awarded that takedown. Everybody says he can't get fucking taken down. Was, I took him I down. Think, I think I was pretty. I That's a bullshit. Take down. That's a bullshit. You know, and he's right back in it. So yeah. then social media is going off, and they're like, "Well, look at him. Look at him. By the snap of the fingers, yeah. he's right back into it. This is a fucking act, and I'm not saying that is a bad thing. I'm just saying this is an act, and it's working for him, and it's worked for him in the past to keep him in the in the UFC. And after this fight, he's going to stay in the fucking UFC. A unanimous decision for Usman. Um, All right, yeah, enough of fucking Kobe Covington, bro. I when I watched this fight, like when I when you watch the first. Well, not the first when they when they fought the last time, I feel like there was there was definitely like a gap. But then you see like a whole just after all the trainers, a whole another gap. Like he cannot keep up with them. I'm thinking right now when we were talking when this came out as a topic, I want to ask you, Sam. I want to ask you too. Usman, Usman versus GSP. Who wins that fight? I'm probably gonna mm. say Usman, dude. Mm, I don't know, dude. That's tough. Usman, Usman versus GSP in the welterweight division. Who wins that fight? Both in their prime. Yep. I'm probably taking. Dude, that's t- that's so tough. That's the first. Thing. I like, think I, I literally I literally watched Sam, the fight because there was a, there was a, there was no. a gap. Like because Usman's like the, been the undisputed best, in yeah. that, But like there was a gap in that last fight. Well, but yeah. then you see that like striking everything. The, the gap got wider. It's like okay, no one actually can beat him. Like maybe someone can. He's got to be up there. Sam, but yeah. what did you oh, say? I think you I said, think you said he Usman about striking, bro. You're like he's the best striker. Like no one could beat that. Oh, dude. So well, like, nobody in the vision can beat him. Like period. He's not gonna lose the belt unless he gives it up or moves up exactly. and wants to fight. Exactly. But in terms of the G, all right, I'll say this. I think, I think Kamaru Usman is either already the greatest welterweight of all time, mm. or one more, or one more title defense away from being unanimously the greatest welterweight ever. That being said, GSP was an animal in his right. prime. Okay. So I think ten fights, I'll go. I'll go honestly five and five. Okay. I'll go five and five. I think Usman wins five. I think, I think GSP wins five, and I think they're all five round fights. I like they're just both yeah. warriors. I mean warriors. So but, what does this mean for Usman? And this is me just is just straight up me asking you. At this point, it's legacy. It's literally just legacy yeah. for Usman. Like he's has nothing more to achieve. Where in the does he go? Like, what, what does he? What, he who, just, who does he wait for now? Or who? Does, uh, you know what I don't mean? know. Like, man. I, I have Leon, no idea where Le, he goes. Le, well, Leon Edwards just got his fight canceled with Masvidal. Colby's been talking about fighting Masvidal. I'll say this first. I I think I know it won't mean anything because Usman's already up 2-0. But Colby Covington is far and away the second best fighter in this division. Yep. And there's almost no way you can't do a trilogy. You have to do a trilogy. So yeah. is this going to be it like It doesn't a- mean anything, but Colby Covington is... It's Usman, Gap, Covington, Big Gap, and then whoever else. Leon Edwards, whoever else. But Colby Covington is always going to be right there. Like, not obviously not close, but he's always going to be the second best guy. So you're, he's gonna have to keep getting is, title shots. Is this shots. gonna be like, you know, what, like, what would Kobe like? What would he have to do? Like, I, dude, he, he would have like, to figure out a way to take Usman, him down. Usman looks sharper than him. Yeah, than him. he looks oh, like he's, he's in better, better shape. He's, he's it, better. even before the before that fight. I don't know if you guys saw it. Usman literally walked like so. Covington had his back turned. He was looking at the gate. Usman oh, he, yeah. walked across yeah, the yeah. across the ring and like looked up in, in his soul through the back of his skull. Yeah. And I was like, this is a bad jump, yeah. Kobe. A bad jump. Yeah. I don't know what he could possibly do. Like I don't. I, I don't think there's anything you like, can do. Can but he, I don't know if there's listen, anyone anything to, can do. He should have had him down. And what was that? Do. Was that? The, I think that was the second. 
No, no, no. That was the, uh, when the he knocked takedown. Him down. Yeah, 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 yeah. I mean, yeah, he yeah. should have. No, no, yeah. no. Oh, the, when he stumbled. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Bro, he, he, that he was like right yeah, at the. Yeah, that should have yeah, yeah. fucking ended right there. Yeah, so you got to give a lot of props to Kobe. Yeah, yeah, when that alive. happened, I was ready to leave. You know exactly what I'm talking about. Yeah, he about. was ready to leave for the sneaky leg. I was ready to leave. He was always playing with his food. We don't like that. Yeah, but what I'm saying is, he should have had it there. So we have to give some credit to Kobe for staying alive. Because nasty fucking uppercut. Kobe's a beast, all right? I think. I think Ooh, I think it's bad. unfair. I think it's unfair that I think I mean obviously Colby as like that whatever if whether it's an act or not people don't like him. I get that. I don't personally like him either. But you can't take credit. He is a beast. I yes. mean anybody not named Kamaru Usman in the division and Colby's beating them. Like he's that good. Kamaru's just that much better. Book it. I I right? like that you're saying so that. Like, I love it. Yes, Colby Covington lost twice to Kamaru, but I don't think that's necessarily a knock on Colby as much as it is praise to Kamaru for being so dominant and so much better than Colby, who is the second best 170-pound fighter on planet Earth. uh, This could be a stretch, but I feel like it reminds me of like, the Khabib run, like everybody who Khabib beat, it's yeah. like, all right, dude, like you're good, but it just makes Khabib exactly. that much better. But yeah. speaking of, you said something about uppercuts. How about that fucking Gatesy uppercut? Dude? Holy shit, on one of these, dude. It's nasty. <laughs> nasty. Oh, I had to bring it up, bro. That shit was nasty. disgusting. Bro. So nasty. Didn't he get up after that too? That yeah, dude. Fight. Michael Chandler that didn't has fight. a chin of granite. That oh man, granite. He has the American dad chin. On, literally, that ass Unreal, fucking dude. just. You're not no. Unreal. Oh, speaking of fights, boys. What? Deron Williams, Frank Gore. Oh, oh, yeah, yeah, Frank yeah. Gore oh, is you. plus 185. I don't know how. Value. I don't know how. Yeah. Value. Wait, wait, wait. Hammer it. Are you surprised, though? Hold on a second. Yes. It's, he's an old-ass man. Have you man. seen his he's neck? Old- Dude, so is Deron Williams. Deron Williams is like 40. He has a beer belly by now. So we have... Oh, this, is on, this is on Jake Paul and Tommy Fury's undercard. Yeah, yeah, what, yeah. Um, yeah, what the hell? We have we have <laughs> Frank Gore just to make all this right, just to make all this fucking bullshit. That's not Jake Paul's to, just, not the main card. I'm watching Deron. Just yeah. to feed more bullshit into this fiasco of Jake Paul, right? We now have Frank Gore and Deron Williams to add to that. So that's on the undercard. Um, that was added. I think that was today from Bleacher Report. I saw that, and uh, I bro, I mean, this to me, I said this to you earlier on the flight. This to me. Shows that Deron Williams needs a fucking bag. I don't. Like, I don't. I, I don't. Think, I don't, I don't know like that necessarily though. Just imagine, like you were an athlete for so long, you don't. You're not doing. Like I don't know what he's doing. Maybe coaching an AAU team or something. So, not, so we're choosing not, to go get our, our head bashed in. Yeah, like, but it's like you gotta understand. These on, guys bro. have been superstar in middle school, superstar high school, yeah, I superstar college, superstar in the league, inducted into the Hall of Fame, team Hall of Fame, getting my jersey retired. Now, like my name is just not being brought up anywhere. I go see Nate Robinson hop in the ring. I go see uh, Tyron Woodley or uh, Tyron Woodley Woodley fight fight Jake Paul again. I'm like, all right, all I need to do is just get, I have a name and I can just get out here. I yeah, was I'm like, gonna take I'm, it right yeah, on that path where you said my name hasn't been anywhere. I think it's part of the reason is he he needs money, but I think also you you hit it's it right on the nail. He is not he used. He's not used to having his name not be out there. He exactly. wants his name called. He wants a chant for his name again, like he was when he was on the court balling. He wants that again. So I think that's a that's I a think, great point right I there. I think that it's the it's the the ego more than the money. Yeah. And this is a side tangent, but look at Scotty. Scotty's trying everything in the world to do post last dance. I love it. About, I love it, dude. I love what Scotty's doing. Yeah, it's emotional. Like I don't. Uh, 
but <laughs> anything to push my LeBron agenda. Yeah, yeah, so no, I don't care. oh yeah, hundred <laughs> percent. So no, because as much as I say I don't like it, I don't care. Everything I don't care. Sky's like, oh, the flu game was fake. Okay, I'm gonna keep that in the back pocket for my Bron debate. <laughs> like, all right, where's Scotty? But I just think like it's more of like the ego. I want my name to be out there in the press on ESPN more than so the pockets. That's all. That's what sure. I'm Yeah, for. yeah. No, I agree. All right, so done with UFC. Let's go quick on Canelo, and then we'll go right to NBA and close this bitch out. Um, so I'm not gonna talk much on Canelo Alvarez. He beat Caleb Plant in this, uh, in, a, in, a, in, a, in another, I know, <laughs> in, in another, uh, another battle of, um, of trash talk, and everybody knows that Canelo is just the baddest motherfucker on the planet. Now the didn't, thing that didn't Plant swing on Canelo at the fucking, um, yeah, there yeah was and then he got po- he he swung yeah, Canelo he dodged it and then yeah, popped, popped him. him yeah. So what I wanted to talk about is this fight was on the same night as UFC 268, the uh-huh. same. Night, yeah, which doesn't make sense to me. Now I messaged you about this too, Sam, mm-hmm. and you're like, "Well, go ahead, say what you were saying." How just because I asked you. I mean, you. it's just like let's call it how it is. Boxing is slowly it's dying a painful death. Not it's not going to go away, but at this point right now, more people probably care about the UFC because it's easier to be a casual fan of the UFC than it is of boxing. Personally, for me, I think one of those reasons is because boxing has so many weight classes and so many belts. It's hard to pay attention to everybody. The UFC is you have 20, 25 people per division, one belt per division, and you can kind of keep track of who has which belt. You know, you know who's fighting when. Like, look at look at the Anthony Joshua thing, for example. Like, Anthony Joshua fought uh, Alexander, whatever, Usyk, whatever his name was. And no, like, unless you're like a diehard boxing fan, you probably didn't even know that was going on. Right. But the UFC... Even if you don't watch the UFC, you know a UFC event is that night. It's all over Sports Center. It's all over Bleacher Report. It's all over social media. Boxing is it's just not that way. I will say I think boxing is gonna make a comeback though. I hope years. it I really all hope boxing it does. needs boxing's just been missing the big names. You see when Tyson Fury and Deontay Wilder fight. Yeah. It's a big huge, fucking thing. Huge. Everyone watches that shit. But even people don't even peep. I mean, we got tank coming up. Yeah. Ryan Garcia, if you want to focus on boxing, yeah. is gonna be a fucking star. Devin Haney's a star. Shakar yeah. Stevenson's a star. Like, there's a lot of young kids. Yeah. Like, top ranked boxing right now is okay. Like, if you're chilling one night, top ranks good. You have top nothing ranks to do, good. Put on some top rank. There's some good fighters. Good. They're just missing like the stars. Like, they don't have. Yeah. They can't compete with the star power the UFC has, and that leads the casual fans to go over. And I think boxing, like, this is gonna sound kind of stupid because there's more elements in UFC, but I think boxing's kind of a little more technical. And to, to be casual yeah. and watching boxing, like it's just so hard. Like yeah. you gotta understand like what kind of what style he fights. Like he likes to go one twos, he likes to go to the box. So I feel like it's way you're hundred percent right, it's way easier to watch UFC casual. Yeah. Way easier. And it's just like I think uh, I don't know, someone said this. Um it was probably Joe Rogan, UFC guy Joe Rogan. Um he was like boxing is um a limited a limited martial art. Absolutely. While UFC is like so like you can be so creative in Dude, UFC because you can jump kick, off the fucking you can punch I, I, elbows, this, knees, I've like seen this all clip, that. I've seen this clip from uh, Joe Rogan on TikTok and it's from his podcast and he's like talking about the McGregor and Mayweather boxing match and he's like, so let's just say for example we take this to the octagon. Yeah. Floyd Mayweather, sure. he's dead. We'll 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 stand there and we'll do our punches and you might get your licks in, Floyd. You might get this again. This is what Joe Rogan said. You might get your licks in, but then, bang, you get an inside leg kick. Bang, oh. outside leg kick. Then, then, then if he's done messing around with you, he'll take you to the ground. And then he'll, he'll put you in a chokehold. And then after that, he'll start busting your face open mm-hmm. with elbows, cutting your eyebrows up, yeah. cutting your nose up. How many of those can you take? Four, yeah. five, six. How many of those can you take? 
So it's just a different. Obviously, it's just they're two different. It's way sports, different. They're but it's so, so different. different. But Canelo wins this fight. Um, I want to just touch on Dana White here. Obviously, this was an eleventh round knockout. Um, I'm surprised it went this long. I'm surprised Caleb hung out this long. And I know where you're. I see you smiling. <laughs> I know what you know. I'm going to say. Yeah. And I'm eager to hear what your reaction is. So there's two things that I want to mention from Dana White. The first is that he had a hundred thousand dollars <laughs> on Canelo Alvarez to knock Caleb Plant out, and that obviously was successful. Yeah. One hundred thousand, I think it was to win sixty-one k or sixty-eight k. Yeah. Because not great odds, because not great odds, so because good. Canelo is the fucking best in the world. Yeah, best pound for pound. In the so world the other thing world. is, and we'll comment on that in a second. I'll give it to you. But the other thing is, um, there's a there was a press conference from Dana White after the fight, and they're like, yeah, so we've been hearing rumors of you know Usman wanting to fight Canelo, and oh, I, I hope love that I never love happens. I love how um, like just normal. Dana White is with the press conference. He's like, it's just like the three of us are mm-hmm. talking. And he's holding the mic and he leans forward and he starts laughing and smiling. He's like, wait, he said that? He said that? And he's like, no, not really exactly, but it was kind of like something that was brought up. And he's like, he just chuckles and he, and, and Dana White sits back and he's like, you don't want to fight Canelo. Yeah, no. You don't want to do that. No. You don't want to do that. And Absolutely he was saying not. that the rumor was because Usman's striking is so good, like you said. But Dana White mm-hmm. sits back and he's like, not Canelo. You don't want to do that. <laughs> it's not Canelo. And then they're like, and then, so they're talking about how, how we said boxing's kind of dying and whatever. And he's like, oh yeah, I watched it. Like They were like, did you see Canelo? And he's like, oh, I watched it ringside. Yeah, he was watching it on the TV. There's like a, a picture of him go, watching then, it in the middle of the Usman in the middle of the, fight. And then they go, and then they go. <laughs> or the Rose fight. Maybe. The Rose fight. And then they go, well, did you pay for it? <laughs> and, and Dana White leans back and he smiles and he's like, yeah, <laughs> no, he's like, yeah, I paid for it. I, I, me, Dana fucking White, me, the UFC president, me, Dana White, I paid. Yeah, I did the pay per view right. for the Canelo fight. Yeah. so it was just it, I, some of that stuff was funny. I wanted to just you know see what you were thinking of uh, of Usman thinking that he could fight that, and I don't know. I don't think that's him saying that, but you don't want to touch that, right? Oh, I but hope now to that God you see, that never right happens. Now, this is becoming more prominent that. You know, a UFC fighter can go get a shitload more money for going to fight these boxers, right? So that's why that was something that yeah. could have been a possibility. Um, but okay, so we'll close out this show. We'll talk a little bit about the the NBA. I'll kind of turn this over for, to, to you to kind of let you run this on on where you want to go with this. I know you want to talk about a little bit about uh, Sam's finals predictions and all that. So go ahead. Well, nah, I wanted to... Well, looking back on our NBA or predictions... Oh, don't switch up. Out, don't switch no, up no, on me. I'm not switching up shit. I'm not switching oh, up yeah, shit. We're not, we, we don't have to I can about- get into a while. I think the Lakers are still going to win the championship. You know they look shaky, but you had the prediction that the Warriors were going to win the finals, and I looked like I fucking got hit with a nuke. Like, I literally couldn't believe it. But at this point, it looks way more possible than probably even low-key more possible than the Lakers to It's almost like we know what the fuck we're talking about. Just because you're waiting for it. Clay to come back now. I'm I'm really interested to see what they do with him and Jordan Poole. Like, do yeah. you put Clay off the bench to start? Do you let Jordan Poole? Like, how do you stagger their minutes? What lines do you have them to go with? But I think I mean if they keep playing how they're playing. They're ranked number one in offense right now. Ranked number one in defense. Yeah. Draymond looks younger. Steph Curry is dropping fifty and ten off a of back to back. Yeah. Yeah. Jordan Poole's going to probably gonna win Most Improved Player of the Year. Mm-hmm. I don't know if you Wh- saw on that fifty piece Candace Wiseman still not these they, they, they yeah. like. There's pe- they're missing pieces and they're still doing this for nine one right now. I just don't understand how. I don't know what did you see? What did you see? What did <laughs> I miss? I mean, I know Steph Curry, Steph I, Curry, but I, I I think the Warriors are good. I don't think they're winning at all. I I mean, unless Clay Thompson comes back and he's pre Achilles ACL back to back years, Clay Thompson, I don't think they're winning he at all. He hasn't played basketball since that, Jimmy Butler was on the six. Yes, exactly, and it's like I. KD is an anomaly. No one right. tears their Achilles and is as good as Kevin Durant. Right. That. Has, even Kobe Bryant tore his Achilles right. and was never the same again. 
but Clay Thompson tore his ACL, and then before he could play another basketball game, Achilles. tore his Achilles. I'm not saying he's not going to be good, but I don't know if he can be what he was I before know, the injuries. I know exactly what this is. So, free Ray Allen when he had the little bunnies and making yes. the dribble. Yes, we saw the Clay Sonics doing and that. the Bucks. We yeah, saw Clay doing that. Now you're gonna see Clay. I think you're gonna see Clay go. See Clay will do what Ray Allen did in Boston. I can still do all that, but I'm mainly gonna sit here in this corner and yep. jack up threes. What does that mean, though? I don't really know. Per, me personally, I still can't see the, the Warriors come out the second round. I I really can't because they're gonna have to play either the Jazz, yeah. Jamal Murray comes well, back, the Lakers, the Suns. I mean, Dallas is in the mix there. Yeah. Like I don't think like there's that's a, that's a tough. I can't see the Warriors getting a top three seed. Yeah. So and they're I mean, gonna be in, they're going to be in that little four or five matchup. Yeah. And then if you win that matchup as the four seed, then you got to go play the one. So I just yeah. I don't see unless they hold like this nine to one pace and they get a one two that, seed. That's their best chance. But, I agree. I they think, can't stay in the top two. It's yeah. I think it's just I, I mean I think they're playing really well, but I think it's too small of a sample size. Facts. Check back forty one games in if they're still number one team in the league. Sure, that Facts. sample size is large enough to say they're really good. They are really good, obviously, right now. But will they? I think they could potentially make the Western Conference Finals depending on the yeah. matchups. If they get the one seed, I think there's a good chance they can make the Absolutely. finals. As, but I think the key to them making the finals is they have to avoid the Lakers before Absolutely. the Western Conference Finals. Absolutely. If they play the Lakers in the second round, it's going to be tough to get past the Lakers, which is where I'll go next. It's like, then fuck. Like, we're trying to dip the Lakers, and then like that, we yeah. dip the Lakers, that means we're going for the Suns? Like, yeah. Like, either like, way, the West is so stacked yep. that it doesn't matter. Like, I'll say this. Suns are probably I, I don't know if I don't know if last year was I don't think they were as good last year as everyone thinks they were good but I personally don't think they were as good as everyone was saying obviously they're good they could beat the Warriors Chris Paul Devin Booker Mikel Bridges their whole team stacked Jay Crowder everybody um Lakers obviously could beat the Warriors I don't know. Is Kawhi supposed to come back this year? If Kawhi comes back and PG's playing like this, I mean, still, you never even, know. Even with PG playing like PG playing like this, I yeah. still think they could probably right? take a serious like, it, I mean, and, then, and you still got the Nuggets. Like, yeah, I, Nuggets. I just, that's a hard. That's a hard conference to come out of. Yeah. I will say this: the Warriors doing this right now, you got to give a huge testament to what Draymond, Steph, and Clay yep. has done from the beginning yeah. since they got there. Because the, I mean, the culture stayed the same for I don't even how I many. I think they played together for what eight years. Yeah, a which while. Is crazy to me, but it's still moving out the ball. Great ball movement, yep. play defense, knock down shots. It doesn't matter who's on the yeah. court. And that's like a huge testament to the leadership they have. I think they have a serious chance. But I need to know your finals matchup yeah. and your winner. Wait, All but right. hold, before you go, let me let me just say this. Though. How about the adversity? You just talked about Draymond and, and the whole guys right there. And they all have been able to come together. I just mm-hmm. want to highlight the adversity that Absolutely. they all went through to come through with what they went through. Obviously, they went from a dynasty. Yeah. 73. 73 wins, right? Dynasty. But even before that, like, even before, like being and a then they go to team, nothing almost, right? They, they, but but and I'm not saying nothing. Like yeah, right, right. They but were still in the playing games, compared whatever, whatever. to what they were. Right. Exactly nothing. what I'm saying. Exactly right. what I'm saying. And then you're, losing you're, a playing game, right? Right. You get to the playing game. Two playing games. They lost to the yeah, Lakers, and then they lost to John and the Grizzlies. Exactly. So I just think you know the adversity they go through, and then now we're sitting here right now on on a late Wednesday night in Alabama. Saying that they're the Warriors are now sitting ten and one. Yeah, that's gonna be a great fucking thirty. For Can 30. we just say, bro? Like I fucking said, the Warriors. Well, like, I think this it's is a, this may dude. this may not, and this probably won't, but it may not like feed its way to to a finals and this prediction being right. But like, I'm still really fucking happy about the pick. Yo, Tyler, it's, clip that. 
it's 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 looking it's it's looking good so far. We can't go brownies on it because the brownies were starting off good, and we thought the brownies were good. Very true. Yeah. Very gotta true. pump the brakes. Sample size. It's all about sample size. That's right. That's what it's all about. Pump the brakes. You're right. This thirty for thirty would be wild. Oh, it's gonna be crazy, dude. I mean, start with the Mark Jackson there. Yep. Steph Curry can't get on the court, breaks his ankle or trains his ankle every fucking three weeks. Yeah. Get him back. Clay Thompson becomes Clay Thompson. Draymond Green becomes Draymond Green. Three one. The three one loss. Then you get KD, and then you're the KD, greatest team ever. All that drama, you lose KD, ever, ever, you lose KD, literally. and then everyone says you pass the torch to John Morant. If you lose to John Morant, and then what they're gonna and do now? And now look, yeah, like, like I, I don't know. And now you, now, now you think it all depends on And it's funny on because for years, because I'm such a Bron guy, and it's like, all right, I know Bron's is gonna have the season in the playoffs of his life yeah. just to go lose the Warriors. Like I actually hate the Warriors for a long yeah, time. Yeah, me too. And like, I love Steph Curry. Like my dad, we used to. Yeah, my dad used to record. Davidson games that would come on at 11.30, 10.30 at night for me to watch before I got on the bus in the morning. So I'd watch every Steph Curry game, like pretty much, not every game, but a good bit of him yeah, playing sure. college. Huge Steph Curry guy, but still like, it's just like I used to hate him for so long, but now it's like, but now ah, this guy, these guys are pretty fucking yeah, good. Yeah, they're pretty now good. This guy, pretty long time. And now this guy, Steph, is like plus 155. To get five motherfucking threes. He was, Can we think about 124. that? He, dude, he has made a three in like 145 games in a row. Are we dead ass? Like, what the fuck? And, and he Allen holds the record. 1280 to get five threes. You, this motherfucker is oh, barely also, plus money. Also, Steph Curry's going to pass Ray Allen in the next six weeks, yeah. most likely, for most threes all time. Right. He's been the best shooter for four years ever, already. Ever. 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 Like, ever. And... Clay Thompson's got a real shot at top three, top five for sure. I was gonna say they're one and two. But now I think think they're two, but I could see Ray Allen being two, but I have Clay too. But like Ray Allen, yes, like but but Ray Allen wasn't pulling from 30. No, but here's also what I'll say about that too. Ray Allen took so many threes. Yes. Like if you look at the stats between like how many threes and games it took Steph to get to Ray Allen, Steph's like almost half as many shot not have as many but like a lot less shots absolutely and clay's the same way and clay added, hasn't made as many but he's taken so many less my that thing, it's like my thing with clay and stuff is where i put him over guys like kerr and reggie miller and, yeah and, and, and um and ray allen's because the off the dribble factor like Crazy. no one's pulling off the clay pulls off the dribble way less than steph but clay yeah. pulls off the dribble way more than ray allen yeah did. like so you have to add that factor in too because it's way harder to show off the dribble and they do it so ever ever with this yeah it's you have one and two Three point shooters of all time on one team. When they had KD, probably have one, two, and four to five. Yeah, I mean, KD's like, yeah, and definitely the best scorer of all time. Like that's just that, yeah, it's just out of pocket. That that dynasty needs to be celebrated. I need to, if, everyone. If you had bad blood of the words, like just let that shit let go. Let it right go. Every, with us enjoy right it. Well, no, enjoy I wanted it. To, before we before we get to these final two questions, here, I wanted to um ask you like we talked about the the ACL injuries mm-hmm. and what does this mean for Clay? I mean, you 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 get an ACL tear. I mean, uh, Achilles. No, ACL first. Right. And then, right, and Achilles. And yeah. What does this do for you to come back? Because we see, we talk about like, you you know, come back. How hard is it going to be for him to come back? Like, this is so detrimental to to somebody's career, right? And it's not even about the injury itself. I was going to say, mentally. I felt so bad. He did an interview and he was, and someone asked him, like, how he got through it. And he said, like, the ocean and Rocco, his dog. Yeah. Dude, because he's probably like fuck. Like you know, can I do this? Like, can I still? Because if not, like I'm still on the younger side of my career, and it could be over. Like, Like what? What do I? What do I do? And I think this is a this is a great example for athletes to know, like, and never take it for granted because it could be it could be gone like that. Yeah, I mean, fuck. I don't want to go dark. I I just wanted to say, like, like, you hate to see it for Clay because, like, of all people, like, it's funny because. 
with Clay, like I've never hated Steph. I really honestly have never hated anybody on the Warriors, which really is weird, but I just hate them as a team. Just nah, kind of, yeah, yeah, well, no, KD nah. went there. I hate no, I didn't. KD went there. I can't say, I could I never hate KD. I didn't hate KD, KD but I definitely KD. didn't like KD when KD, he was on the Warriors. KD was one of my first, like, besides Ron, one of my first heroes. I remember I rocked his KD fours, the Maverick Johns. Bro, I used Ooh. to be a huge KD the, fan. The, I had the, I had the and, uh, Wait, no. What are the ones? The Ant uh, Pearls. I had yep, the Ant Pearl Pearls, KDs. The Galaxy KD. What were the ones? Are we talking about the same ones? The ones from, like, when we were in eighth grade, they had the flowers. Yeah, the Ant Pearls. Yeah, those ones are the top. Yeah, they're sweet. So, like, I could I could never really, I never really hated a single player on the Warriors. It was just the whole culmination of just fucking over Ron over and over again. I just couldn't stand it. Yeah. All right, Sam. Um, as we're done talking about the Ant Pearls, I just mm-hmm. want a picture on that on the screen about that. Um, okay, so let's. Do you want him to give him? Do you want him to give finals prediction, finals matchup, and finals winner? Do so you want to go finals matchup first and then the winner? Absolutely. Okay. Right. Coming out of the East, even if Kyrie doesn't play, Brooklyn Nets. Kevin mm. Kevin Durant is so good right now. I I Kevin Durant's so good. Do and you have an e- be, uh, but but to, that being said, that being mm. said, the Bucks are off to a slow start. They will rebound. Yeah. Giannis will show why he so, has won two MVPs and a DPOY. And I could see the Bucks beating the Nets, but I have the Nets over the Bucks in the East Conference Finals. So I was gonna say too, I don't want to put more pressure on you to like make finals predictions. I know we're fucking eleven games into the season. Yeah. But um if you're saying the Nets, is there a specific matchup that you have in the Eastern Conference Final? Is it the Bucks? I there? think I would well, I mean again, you never all, know it's gonna match again, up like that. All about right? seedings, right? So right. if it's if Bucks are one, Nets are two, vice versa. Right. Sure, but um, the East. I mean, the East isn't as stacked as the West, but the East does have some like See, young that's, teams. Like that's honestly, even the Sixers like could be one of these two teams if we just catch them on the right night. People think like even last year, people thought the East was going to play so chalky. Yeah, and Nets were going to just walk through. Yeah, whole time. Bucks took out the Nets. Yeah. Hawks took out the Sixers. Yeah. And that's because there's young scrappy yeah. teams throughout the whole conference yeah. that you can get caught lacking. You see. I mean, the Bulls are still there. The Bulls are still trying to get together. They're probably going to be realistically a four seed. Yeah. Yeah. Like, what? And and adding DeMar DeRozan as that veteran what? leadership was like huge. Like, they're a four seed. Like, like last year, you guys were what? A four, you guys were a five seed? What? Yeah. This year, you're probably going to be a three? Yeah. Hopefully. What are the Sixers going to be? A six? Yeah, dude. Like, a team, like a Bucks. everyone's on watch. I like how this is changing. There's no... I like the change. um, To be honest, there's... Like, like the East isn't... I got in a very heated argument with my boys over this. Is the East better than the West? I was wrong, boys. It's not. It's not. <laughs> it's but it's you were defending the East. I think I know, because I, I think the West the West is just way more top heavy. But now yeah, with the young guys coming through the West, I agree with that. Like the, I agree like, with that. Now you got like Ja and fucking Dame. They're all on the bottom half. Lucas probably gonna be on the bottom half. Like ah, uh, would be. What I'll say is though, it's, it's I think it's easier for a team to get caught lacking out of the East than the yeah. West. I think it's I think it's easier to predict. I think there's like two, three team, two teams really that I could see making it Fuck out of the, the West. Heat. Yeah, the Heat, like oh the my East, God, the East bro. has like four or five teams that I could legitimately see coming out of the East. Actually, meanwhile, the West has like two that I can well, think of and, off the top of my head. And for whatever godforsaken reason, we're eleven games into the season and the Wizards are eight and three. Yeah, right. Yeah, that that won't hold up. And, don't right, worry about and it. I don't think I don't think, think Rui Hachimura's played yet. Yeah, either. right. But anyway, okay, so we got be MVP. That's your that's your um. <laughs> Let's go, Brad. That's your. I think. I, know, right? I think. So that's your. I'll, all right, here. Bucks, I think Bucks or Nets, but I'll take Nets solely because I think Kevin Durant right now currently is the best player in the world. Okay. And then let's go I just to... Don't, I don't think you can argue anyone else's. Yeah. 
I don't know, dude. I Katie's think, so nah, cold. Katie, Katie, it's, <laughs> it's, it's so just, cold. It's just between them two, and I, th- I forget yeah, they, they just have like two. Right. They have like fourteen day stretches where it's reverse. Like, what you the can f- reverse them. Yeah, either what way. What the fuck is Steph doing, and what the fuck is Katie doing? Katie one, Steph two, Steph one, Katie two. Whatever. They're the top two players in the right. world right now. Easy. Coming out of the West, let's I'm, go to the West. I'm with baby. Manny. I'm with Manny. All right, I will ride with Goat James for eternity. For some reason, if he's healthy hey. and the playoffs come around. This man just figures Fucking out a way up, to drag his team to the finals. You look at what he did in the East with the Cavs. Oh, the East was weak. He still did it with nobody in 2018. Nobody. Kevin yeah, Love was not good in 2018. I don't care what people tell you. He wasn't good. He, he has AD, Mello, Russ, Taylor Horton Tucker hasn't played yet. Trevor Reese hasn't played yet. Kendrick Nunn hasn't played yet. They're so... They haven't had also, any chance to mesh. And they're 7-5, and five, which 7-5 and five is not good, right? LeBron hasn't played in four straight games, right? They're one and three without LeBron in those four games. If LeBron can get healthy and they can get everyone back and they get 50 game, 40 games under their belt with a start, a consistent starting five, I don't, I don't see a team in the, in the West that can well, beat people, them in seven games. What people don't remember, too, either, is they played the bubble season, got to, won the championship, yep. had like 40 days of rest, yeah. then had to play the whole, whole season last season. year. And then look at that. Look at the injuries that cost the season. Yeah, sprained ankle from LeBron. Now, how often do we see LeBron with an ankle? Like I know it could happen anytime, but I can't say that was a freak injury. Yeah, but with AD, all the injuries he was going yeah. over—that's simply from him not being rested. Yeah, they so, got exited in the second round. Had the whole playoffs to rest, the whole yeah, yeah. offseason to rest. I've met like for guys like AD and Brown, that's huge. For, Dwight yeah. Howard, that's huge. Yeah, for especially them. So, sit the fuck down. And especially finally. this year too, with like AD excluded from this. Obviously, AD's yep. on the on the correct side of 30. Right. But most of their players are older. They have vets. They have Mello. They have Braun. Dwight well, Howard. Russ now you is getting said older. Mello. Like, old shit. They need to be rested. Like, they're not... Yep. LeBron's not 28 anymore. LeBron right. probably can't play 82 games, 40 minutes a game. It's yep. just not going to happen. LeBron's going to need to have full rest, which he didn't get after they won the chip yep. in the bubble, which was, I agree with you, I think the reason they had so many injuries yep. last year. So I think... Really, all it's going to come down to, which this is for every team, but the Lakers specifically, if they can have a healthy starting five of like Russ, whoever they want to put it to, Ken Baysmore, Kendrick Nunn, whatever, LeBron, AD, and DeAndre Jordan for some reason starts, whatever. AD should be playing the five. <laughs> but regardless of that fact, if they can keep a starting five healthy, I just don't think a team can beat them four times. Well, I don't now think listen, it can listen. Happen. So you mentioned Mel, and Mel is my, my guy because, you know, I'm a New York Knicks fan. And he is. On pace mm-hmm. to have the best shooting, shooting career right of his 19 yeah. year career. He's shooting. I mean, he's shooting 52 yeah. yeah, yeah. percent. What? Yeah. What? I think 50, he's in a perfect situation. If you shoot 52 percent from the two, like that is a great. Like, is that yeah. LeBron James? Because LeBron James said he there was he was on Jimmy Fallon or he was something and and come come out and he was like you know why now and he's like well you know. uh LeBron and, called. And then yeah, LeBron like, said, he's like, so LeBron said to me, you know, he called up and he's like, obviously he called. And he's like, you know, we're, we've never had an opportunity to play together. And How do you say no to that? Yeah, and he's like, and not even that. He's They've like, been friends like, for 20 years. And not, he's not even that. He's like, you know, we're, we're both getting towards the end of our, the latter half of our careers. And then, and then, and then, and then Mello, and then Mello goes. That hurts my heart, bro. And Mello goes, and then, you know, my answer is like, right, like, if there is a time. It's right now. Yeah. So so uh so you have Lakers and you have Bucks and Nets. Bucks La- I, or I Nets. Know Lakers, Nets. Lakers, Nets in your finals. And who yeah. takes it in this year's NBA finals? 
Goat James getting five. Yes, sir. Goat James five five rings yes, and five sir. rings, five finals MVPs. Five rings. That should clearly so, that should so clearly see, see, bring see, him. Now, now that is Wait, where I will. Hold I on. think I think AD gets it. I don't think so. I think. Wait, AD so you're gets saying it. so you're saying five rings and that's solidifying the bullshit talk of LeBron I mean, James sorry. is finally the goat. I mean, let's. Be you honest. don't think LeBron's the goat? Let's, no, I, I mean, do. But I mean, I'm saying I mean, for everybody else, bro. Me and Manier. Let's be honest. He's the goat. Anyone born. Before 1992, is just holding on to yeah. dust bunnies. And, and <laughs> here's, one, here's one thing I'll say. If you're a kid who didn't watch Michael Jordan play a game live and only watches highlights on YouTube and you say he's the GOAT, you're out of your mind. You're out of your mind because that's only the good parts. You, Thank you. You got to watch LeBron collapse in the good, 2011 bad. finals and use that against him. You didn't see Michael Jordan shoot. Nine of twenty-eight get and still win a finals get game. Stripped in the first round by like, Nick Anderson for the loss. Like you didn't see him getting swept by the Celtics when right. he was by himself. Yet LeBron gets hated on because he has no team and can't win at all. Like if you were born on the other side of two thousand and three and never saw Bro. Michael Jordan play, and you think he's a goat, you are out of your mind, and you're taking LeBron for granted. Yes, stare. Tyler, zoom in. You're taking LeBron for granted, and you're going to be upset when you retire. Yes, sir. That is the perfect way to end this, uh, guys. We could talk for fucking hours. This is a fucking blast. Um, we 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 touched on 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 all UFC, a little bit on Canelo and NBA. We have Sam's finals predictions of the Lakers and the Nets, and and Goat LeBron James coming out on top as we had to close out with the three of us riding the coattail of LeBron James being the goat over Michael Jordan. And again, for those 1992 Dust Bunny haters, that's <laughs> fine. You just got to hang on to it. If you guys enjoyed this episode and you're watching on YouTube, hit that thumbs up. It makes us Damn. feel good, man. So you took my intro and the outro. No, bro. Bro, I always you say that. I, I always pass it to you, you though. Yeah. I have trouble in paradise. Clip yeah, it, Tyler. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> hey, off camera. Off camera. <laughs> and and, and uh, comment down below. Um, if you want to see anybody, we got a we have we got some great news today of, of who we're going to be working with down the line when we go on our next trip. And um, so, if you want to see anybody in particular, comment down below uh, who you would like to see. And we have no problem with reaching out to these guys and getting sure. them on, having great conversation. Hey, with them. got some shit cooking up in the kitchen for you boys. Yes, sir. And the November should be a. And November should be something I'm, special. I don't even, I don't even have it. I already told you guys. Right. Me, me neither. I already, and Sammy knows too. Yep. Um, I already told you guys about props.cash that is coming on at November 16th. The best software in terms of research and best program for research in sports gambling when it comes to sports gambling is props.cash on Twitter. Just under 14,000 followers on Twitter. And it's a great software, a great uh, platform to research. You won't have to open, you know, six fucking tabs to research who, what Anthony Edwards is going to do, rebounds, points, assists, what Steph's going to do if he's going to go for five at plus 155. Um, so it's, it's a great uh, software, a great platform. We cannot wait to talk with him. That will be the podcast when we return from Auburn, Alabama. If you're listening on Apple Podcast, drop that rating. There's a five-star rating at the bottom. We would love to see some more fives on there. I haven't really seen many ratings. I know people are listening to the show. I see the numbers. So just scroll down to the bottom and hit that ratings. And if you want to follow the Twitter for the Twitter page and the Instagram page for all the pictures and the videos from this trip to keep up with us on what we're doing on these next two trips in this content month of November at 8080 podcast on Twitter and at 80 pod on Instagram. Um, TikTok as well. We're on our way to 1000 and we have somebody that might be able to help us out with TikTok in the end of November. Both of you two know who I'm talking about. <laughs> um, so if you get us to a thousand, we can go live on TikTok. And if you want to see us live and you're not already seeing us live on TikTok, you can check out the Twitch, which is just simply the All Day Everyday Show. Actually, it's just All Day Everyday Show. We're going to be doing a lot more streaming when we get back home. 
Um, a lot more Apex, and Manny's talking about playing Valorant, so I guess we're going to start to get yeah. on, onto that back. Vanguard. Vanguard, sorry, Vanguard. I was oh, like, that was fucked up. Fuck, skip my intro. Call of Duty. Skip Tokyo. Shut up, bro. Shut up, bro. Skip my intro. Skip my no, intro. No, it's not your outro. You can have it right Call. here. You already told him to like and subscribe. No, but you, no, you're, 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 you're the analytics, bro. You're, you're the fucking. Yo, no, 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 no. Call, Call of Duty, Vanguard, bro, Valorant. Cut you're lying. Yo, this is now the all day, every day show with Manny Ruffin and Sammy Two Times. Hey, fuck with your. Hey, War Eagle. No, no, you are fucking. You're the analytics. I need. I need. Where was the intro? There was no intro. There was no outro. It's okay. We went to we lose some. Let's go, War Eagle, baby. It's all good. Come on, bro. I need some analytics. It's all good. You don't want to do any. Hey, yo, it did go from 80% to 66% not to start watching the video. I've been watching. I, I, I look at that shit every morning. Yo, I'm, improvements. I'm, I'm improvements. But listen, made it to the end. Appreciate you boys. Hit that like button. Hit that comment. Hit the, hit the comment for me. Notification bell. You know what we do. Tea parties every weekend. Podcast every week. In the reaction show. It's the audio everyday show, boys. Signing we are out. playing yes, on, on Friday. On Friday. We are playing at the best course in Alabama. Can't wait to show you guys. Let's go, boys. War fucking Eagle. You've been listening to the All Day Everyday Show with All Day AJ and the homie Manny Ruffin. Sure. Thank you, Sam. I love you. Yeah, love you, boys. Sure. My name is Alex Jacobs, but you can call me All Day AJ. See you later, boys. Let's have fun in fucking Alabama. Yeah.